You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. The Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Bringing you the best GPS mapping software directly to your smartphone or desktop, Onyx offers you the ability to see property boundaries, mark waypoints, track your location, and so much more. Visit onyxmaps.com or you can download it directly from your app store today. Save 20% off of your purchase by using the code NATION20 at checkout. That's capital N NATION followed by the number 20. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald. This is episode number 53. Today, me and Drew are sitting down and we are discussing what we feel like are is the best way to hunt terrain features, ditches, ridges, um, creek bottoms, creek crossings, pinch points, just different things that different terrain offers. We're going to try to break that down for you as good as we can. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm joined here by my buddy, Drew Robbins. What's up, Parker, man? I'm good. Windy day, cold day. Mm. It's supposed to be getting colder tomorrow. It's going to get cold. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, uh, I'm tired, bro. I'm more, like, I'm exhausted. Well, it's it's that time of the year where you really start to, you know, you get some vacation days, weather starts turning, you save your vacation days Yeah. for the, you know, for these cold fronts. And you always go back to work more tired than when you uh, left work, and <laughs> yeah. so because you just grind, man. It's just it's just that. I'm, dude, I like this week. I didn't hunt very much, um, but I still didn't get a whole lot of sleep. We've just been busy. Time change, also. Time. Oh my gosh, Southern guys, hopefully can relate to this. Um, we didn't have nearly this issue when I was living in Texas because it really the days just seem longer yeah. out there. But it gets dark here like four o'clock. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I still don't get used to it. I'm like, why, why? It's people are still at work and it's getting dark outside. And it's also harder, especially for the guy who, you know, likes to an, an hour, hour and a half afternoon sit after work. Yeah. That's no more now. I you mean, don't get you, to do you, that. You don't get to do it now. And you have to get up an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. To, I mean. And so, especially for you using... You know, the kayak and all that different stuff. It's even earlier. Yeah, it's early. Uh, today, um, just for example, today. Well, let's talk about yesterday. We'll start with yesterday. Did you hunt it all this week? I haven't hunted it at all this week. You didn't hunt this week? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hunted, I hunted yesterday and today. And I'm going to hunt again tomorrow. Um, yesterday, I went into a new area that I had not ever been to before um, for deer. I hunted it one day during turkey season and did not 
see any birds or really i mean it was it had decent deer sign but it wasn't yeah. you know just anything crazy good i got up yesterday at two o'clock in the morning mm. to hunt mm. and uh it's about a two mile um trip in the kayak with the trolling motor and um i don't know what what happened i, I don't know if my <clears throat> trolling motor just didn't the battery didn't charge like yeah. it was supposed to but it started dying on the way to the spot, so I knew you have to paddle back. I'm gonna have to paddle back. Yeah, yeah. So I, was, I was like, "It's okay." I mean, if I got a deer with me, that that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I got time, and uh, so I get in there, get into the spot, get into the area. I have to climb up a bluff to get um, to get out of the the, the bottom that I yeah. paddled into. And uh, immediately get busted by deer. Um, well, I'll tell the story in a second. I, I saying all that to say, I um, I was still late. Mm-hmm. I got up at two something. I can't. I really can't remember what time. Yeah. It was somewhere in the twos. Yeah. And was still late getting yeah. into my spot. Yeah. Like the sun was already coming up. Yeah. That I mean, that makes it really difficult. And so today I woke up. Uh, I put Henley to bed last night. And uh, fell asleep in her room. <laughs> I have a bad habit of doing that, man. <laughs> I always do it, especially when I'm exhausted. And, oh, yeah. and she wants me to lay down. When I tuck her in, she wants me to lay down. And so I lay down. And if I'm exhausted and I close my eyes, Done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. She's like still reading the book. And she's yeah. like, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> the other day I was praying for her and I was falling asleep while we were praying. Like, and I, I fell asleep. I don't know how long I, I stopped talking for, but I was like, I woke up again. And I was like, I don't, were we praying? <laughs> don't remember what was going on. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, but so I'll tell the story. So yes, I'm, I'm going to try to be as truthful as, as I can, you know, and bring everybody, you know, uh, raw. Well, I got episode. one too. So, I mean, you know, do you really, we're talking about just, well, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I go into this spot yesterday. I get busted by deer walking in. Which is not a bad thing. Not a terrible thing. I, you know, I wasn't worried about it. As soon as I got set up in the spot, I had a deer blow. And the deer wasn't very far. And it only blew one time, which makes me think it may have been a buck. Because usually those bucks will yeah. blow and then they you don't hear them anymore. Yeah. They'll blow one time. Um, that happened. And then let's see a few minutes later, not a few minutes later, probably an hour later as well. Well, in the daylight, two deer ran through the thicket. Um, I never saw what they were. I just <clears> saw the tails while they were running. I don't think they winded me. I don't know what, what they were Maybe running for. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then probably nine thirty or so, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at my phone and just kind of like, not not thinking the morning's necessarily over, but thinking the morning's kind of yeah. over. It was not very chilly yesterday. It was yeah. pretty warm, kind of rainy. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, like 40 yards in front of me, I see a deer stand up out of its bed and just hop away. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Wait. When huh? did you get there? Yeah. And, uh, and so she ran off. <clears throat> and then at 1030, uh, I had this doe come out and I was trying to decide like do I want to shoot a doe in here um it, it's going to be a long 
mm-hmm. trip to get back. I'm pretty far in, away from the kayak even. Mm-hmm. And then my kayak is far away from the ramp. So I was trying to figure out like, is it worth it? But I was like, yeah, if I see a doe, cause I want to kill a doe for my freezer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I really thought it would be a cool, you know, a cool video yeah. going into that spot and yeah. motor dies. And <laughs> I just thought it would be cool. So this doe walks out at 30 yards and I shot her. And I don't know what happened, man. Like, I really don't know what, like, I'm, my, my, my batting average with the bow this year is terrible. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, uh, Mark McGuire in it or Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa or whoever. Um, my batting average sucks, but like, I've got, I've got a home run or two in there, mm-hmm. but, um, I hit this deer probably, I don't know, a foot and a half back, mm-hmm. right square in the freaking hind quarter. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, and I was devastated. I'm like, I would rather missed, which <clears throat> yeah. is obvious, I think, yeah. you know. Um, I thought maybe I hit the, maybe I hit that uh, femoral artery, and hopefully she's dead soon well she she wasn't she uh what you will know if you hit because it's like yeah i mean there that's almost more of a lethal shot than even like a liver or even like nicking a heart i mean yeah they, they bleed out quick if yeah you do that. yeah they'll bleed a lot and that's why <laughs> i'd called a tracker friend of mine um brian ham and i said hey what do i need to look for which i knew that with a femoral mm-hmm. artery i'd never hit a deer in mm-hmm. the back leg before like i've never I have not recovered deer before in my mm-hmm. life, but it wasn't necessarily because it was a, it, I mean, it was earlier on when I didn't know about tracking dogs right. and I didn't know certain things and I'd end up bumping them or whatever. Yeah. Um, that one, it, that was new for me. I mm-hmm. had never done anything like that. And so I didn't really know what I was looking <laughs> for. Well, I went down, I got down and I found like two or three spots of blood. It mm-hmm. was not a femoral artery hit. And, and and listeners, y'all send me a message if you if you think something different. But um, talking to my tracking friend, he's like, I mean, if it's not if it's not a femoral artery hit, if it didn't hit that artery, and you would know it if it did, mm-hmm. then it's probably not. She's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just gonna it's not, suck for a little yeah, bit. It's nothing but bone and muscle back there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing outside of that. Yeah, artery. and um, so that so. As I was out there looking for her, and I grid searched, you know, I did mm-hmm. my due diligence. I was out there for a little while looking for her, and, um, which is really hard, a hard thing to do when you don't have any blood to follow. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a couple drops of blood that I could follow for, and they were all, like, mid-torso mid mm-hmm. height on, like, branches and stuff. Yeah. So, um, as, I'm, as I'm looking around, dude, I start finding scrapes and rubs, and scrapes, and trails, and tracks. <laughs> I mean, more deer sign than I've seen in my entire life. Really? And I'm telling you, I've hunted several states. Texas is, I mean, there's deer all over the place. Mm. Um, you got deer all over Kentucky. You got deer all over Georgia. Yeah. And, I mean, I, in any spot that I can, I'm racking my brain trying to think of a spot that I found more deer sign, and I don't think I've ever found any more. Yeah. There was just, I mean, fresh scrapes, dude. Just muddied up, fresh scrapes. Mm. And it was awesome. Yeah. And then, so now I'm kicking myself. Like, why the heck did I shoot a doe in here? <laughs> I'm like, I should have just sat here all day and waited on a buck to come out and freshen those scrapes. Because they were, I yeah. mean, 
they're they're out there. Yeah. And I mean, it didn't matter where I went on this little piece. Even on my way back to the boat, going through areas, I found beds, found more scrapes. Yeah. I mean, they were just all over the place. And uh, I'm pretty jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to. Most likely, if the wind's right, going there tomorrow. Yeah, and do what wind, you just said. If the wind's right, I'm going to go in there tomorrow. I'm going to sit all day. Yeah. I don't know, like these trails, <laughs> the trails that are in there, are so beat down. Mm-hmm. They look like cattle trails, and and I like I don't know if anybody's ever hunted this spot. Yeah, because there's there's no sign that anybody has, mm-hmm. and the reason I say that is because you cannot access it from the road. Right. You can't access it from private land. Right. Like it is literally blocked off. Mm-hmm. You cannot hunt it any other way than right. coming at it from the water. Yeah. And the the bluff that you have to climb to get there from the water is pretty intense. So I yeah. don't I don't see a lot of people doing it. Yeah. I mean, they may have before, but the sign in there is telling me that it does not get yeah. hunted. Yeah. I, and 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 I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk a little bit about access today because I know I didn't get to hunt. This week, but um, last weekend I got out and um, and um, went. I went to a spot and I've been focusing on um, drainages and ditches. Just um, I know we talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. but how how they use those drainages as um, basically off ramps or you know just exits, you know, to to go to their bedding or to a food source. And so um, so I um, I was walking up a ditch, um, or actually it, it was a creek and. Um, and I had made the choice. I was like, I'm going to walk all the way up the creek um, and then just bail off at the tree and hang and hunt. And so I started doing that. And it, it wasn't a real cold day. So, I mean, I wasn't really worried about my feet getting cold or anything like that. Or, um, um, and so I, I start walking up the creek. And um, I get to, my, to where I want to kind of set up at. And instead of walking up the creek... And right off to the left was the tree that I was going to get in. For some reason, I don't know why, I got, I, I peeled off 10 yards in front of it and walked up the bank. So I'm sitting there and um, about 8.30ish, three does come over the ridge walking to me. And um, um, they, they're literally like walking right at me because I was set up between two drainages. I was like, well, if, if, if they choose one or the other, then then I, I should have a shot. So, so they're, they're walking right at me and, and they're doing that thing that deer do where, where they're, where you can tell they're going to a, like a destination spot. They're not just like, you know, taking a couple steps, eating some acorns. I mean, they were, they were walking pretty quick. They would, they would put their um, head down, maybe eat one or two, but they were walking pretty good. So I'm figuring they were heading back to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. They're going to walk right, right in front of me. Um, right to my strong side, which you, if you guys, if you saddle hunt, you know, um, your strong side, that's the, that's the side that you can just pick up and shoot from, you know, you don't have to move. And so basically they walk right to your arrow. And so I was like, this is going to be awesome. 10 yards. It's going to be incredible. So, and, um, at about 10 yards, they, they hung up right at the Creek. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because they cross the Creek all the time. And, um, and so, um, they came in, there was, it was a bigger doe and then two younger ones. And, um, and, but all of them were does, but you can tell that there were two medium sized does, which are, you know, my favorite, my favorite type of, um, of, of doe. So, You're good. so, Go ahead. um, sorry, y'all. I gotta get little man situated. Hold on. 
Amen. There we go. Take them back in there. <clears throat> dad life. Dad life, y'all. Dad life. <laughs> and so and, and so while Parker's hunting this weekend, I'm on dad life. And so I'm just jealous of everybody <laughs> that is actually enjoying this cold front. So so the does walk and basically what they did, the uh the lead doe threw her head up because I wasn't moving, but she just bounded off. She didn't blow, she didn't do any of that. And then the the two little ones, I say little ones, two medium sized ones bounced off and I and I grunted at one, I stopped it. And man, I had like four or five inches between two trees that I could fit an arrow in. And I did my best to fit it in there. And I definitely did not. <laughs> and I ended up pile driving one of them trees. And um and and so but I got I got to thinking about it looking back, because you always like you said last time, I'm always trying to learn, you know, always yeah. trying to figure out, okay. Uh, why do the deer do this? Why are they here? You know? And so <clears throat> I, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense that they, deer are not afraid of water. I mean, you know, they were going to cross, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then I got to thinking that was right where I came up on the bank and my ground scent, I guess got, got right there and they just hit a wall. And so then I had to try to come over m- my bridge with my bow and it would just turn into a rodeo after that, you know? And so, <laughs> but, um, but, but, but I learned something there, you know, especially guys, if you're walking, you know, if you're walking up a Creek or a drainage or, or a ditch and, and you're using that for access, mm-hmm. then, um, um, if, if your tree's right on the water, man, just come right off of it or do, do your best to limit the amount of time that you spend from the water to your tree. Don't, you know, go walking around or anything, which I know mm-hmm. some of us have done that too, where we, we walk past the spot and then we're like, I need to be there. Yeah. And then we come back, you know? Um, and so, but now, now with your access, um, it's a little bit different because it's a, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good bluff right there. And, and so you're, were, were you right on top of the bluff or, or did you walk in some past, you know, when I hunted yeah. where I actually hunted? Mm-hmm. Oh no, dude. Like I was way past it. Like I, had, I walked a pretty good long mm-hmm. ways from the, from that bluff. Like I had to climb straight up from the boat. This is a morning hunt too. So it, mm-hmm. so you could, couldn't necessarily see all that well yeah i couldn't see i you know it'd been since turkey season when i went in there everything's different too mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> no i i had an i had it in mind where i wanted to go to mm-hmm. like i i had been to the spot during turkey season and i was like that's where i'm gonna go at yeah i didn't realize how far away it was but yeah um no it was it was uh i, I wasn't right there now that being said that that big bluff and where it flattens out when you get up to the top of it it goes even higher, so there's like a, a like a flat, yeah, and then it goes up even higher, and I went up even higher, but that flat had tons of scrapes on it too, um, and really good trails coming out of it, out of those ditches, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like, that's kind of what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit. Is like is how these deer are using terrain mm-hmm. um, for their travel mm-hmm. because it's not. You know, I've hunted a couple of places that are flatter. I know you've hunted Florida, mm-hmm. and there are things that that um, that I guess you can look for, and that's how they travel. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's a little bit harder, in my opinion, to nail that down than it is in <clears throat> like mm-hmm. hilly terrain. Yeah, lots of ridges, lots of fingers, and lots of you know all that kind of stuff. And so, you know. Like like with what you're talking about, you watch those deer come out and use a use a ditch mm-hmm. basically 
to come down into that creek bottom. I, I was uh, I was telling maybe you. I can't remember who I was talking to. I, I was, I was kind of comparing it to <clears throat> like our road system. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like these these deer have a have a road system, mm-hmm. and they have exits, yeah. and they've got highways, and yeah. they've got things like that. And so I kind of want to break those down a little bit, mm-hmm. and and you can kind of talk about what you've learned mm-hmm. here recently as far as yeah. that is concerned. Okay. Um, but but like the, a lot of it, as far as your 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 main question, a lot of the access is especially in this type of terrain is going to depend on what the thermals do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, in the morning, your thermals are going to drop. I don't really want to access from the water. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I don't really want to access from the top of a ridge right? when my thermals are dropping down into those bottoms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, sometimes maybe you have to or whatever. <clears throat> like, it's just, it is what it is. Um, but at the same, same time, um, if I go in in the evening, I would rather come from the top. Yeah. When my thermals are rising, yeah. I'd rather come from the top. Now, with the, again, with the water access, I don't really have that right choice most of the time because yeah. usually where i'm coming from is gonna be right you know yeah, I mean, lower kinda, it basically what and and during during the during, during the off season i started listening to some podcasts on thermals and stuff and you can get way into it you know mm-hmm. but basically what was broken down is that you hunt low in the mornings high in the evenings mm-hmm. you know kind of you know as, as a rule of thumb if, if there is a rule of thumb mm-hmm. look, you know you hunt in the bottoms creek bottoms in the morning, and then you hunt kind of uh, upper third, you know, mm-hmm. um, just depending on 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 where. But you you hunt high in the afternoons, and um, and so that's what I've been trying to do. Um, I don't always get it right because you get you know you get so jacked up about deer sign sometimes you're just like let's go sit here, and it's like yeah. like and I, creeks creeks can be awesome in the evenings too. Creek bottoms can. can be awesome in the evenings, like. It really just depends on what you're hunting and, and your setup. Like, I don't really follow that rule. I pretty much mm-hmm. never follow that rule, actually. Um, not I, I, I mean, I'm sure sometimes I do follow it, but I'm not thinking about that rule, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, the, what I am thinking about is my access mm-hmm. and that rule, yeah. rising and falling thermals. I also, this, man, milkweed has been I, I've I've guys I've never done milkweed. I've always been either like like the spray guy or like let's pick some grass up and throw it, you know, uh-huh. which is there's nothing wrong with those things. You know, you can kind of It's not get as it. accurate. It's just not as accurate. And and so um like on this the this hunt when I was in um when I when I missed the doe, I I was up in my set and it, it was only blowing two or three miles an hour. Like it wasn't blowing very very much at all mm-hmm. that that day. And that's the other thing too guys like on, on a windy day you can just take thermals and just kinda you know, do whatever with them. But I was dropping milkweed and that thing was going right into the Creek, mm. right into the Creek, you know? And, um, it would come up just a little bit and then it would fall right back down mm-hmm. right into the Creek. And so you wouldn't necessarily get that with a, um, you know, a, uh, a spray bottle. No, you, you wouldn't know? be able to um, see all and, that. And, and, and sometimes milkweed <clears throat> can even like, it can fall, it can drop and land somewhere. And then as soon as the thermal switch, yeah, and start rising, and you'll see that milkweed come right back by you. And mm-hmm. you're like, what in the world? Yeah. Um, so that's something, you know, to keep in mind is that eventually it does, mm-hmm. they do rise back again. And that's the probably 8.30, 9 o'clock. <clears throat> yeah. 
range uh, yeah. of the morning. And, 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 and you that's can also tell that sometimes too because, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what it is, but for like five to seven minutes, like the forest just gets quiet. I, I, it's just really unique. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it gets quieter and then it comes alive. Yeah, and then it just literally it just goes back. It's like mm-hmm. someone hit the pause button and then you're just sitting there and you're like, like, am I in a horror film? You know, like, <laughs> like, and, and then all of a sudden it just, it's press play again and stuff comes back up, uh-huh. you know? Um, so let me ask you a question about that. Do you, do you sit for, do you sit for the, for the wind that you walk in with or do you sit for the forecasted wind at a nine, 10 o'clock? Mm, both. Like, mm. I'm not going to go, uh, if I go into an area and it's at, at 10 o'clock, if I if I'm hunting a wind that's coming out of the north, like this morning, mm-hmm. wind's coming out of the north. Um, but at nine o'clock, it comes out of the north west. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm going to set up for both of those. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm going to, if I have an idea of where the deer are going to come from mm-hmm. or be at, which sometimes you just can't ever tell, but I'm going to set up for that being as far away from that forecasted wind as I can. Yeah. I, and some people. Some people do differently. They they hunt. They like the hunting those just off mm-hmm. off winds. I, I don't really because yeah, I just don't have good luck with it. But well, and and two, we don't there's we don't have a whole lot of deer, but deer come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like in because um, there's really there there is some rhyme or reason which we'll talk about here in just a second with the terrain. But um, even even like the, those does, I, um, you asked me where this is a spot you've hunted there in the past, mm-hmm. and, and you asked me where they came from, and you were like, "Oh, well, I haven't really seen them come from that way before," mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, um, so it's you know, basically you stack your odds the best as you can. Yeah, <laughs> and and so here here's a couple things. Okay, um, first off, it's not this isn't the Bible, no. right? Like I can't <clears throat> promise you any of this stuff is going to be true in your situation, but I can tell you what I've noticed pretty much always. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the time hunting in steep terrain Mm -hmm. or any terrain, really. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that steep of terrain. I've seen this stuff in Kentucky work the same way as it does out here. It's just not as, not nearly as steep. Um, But I want to break it down into, um, I guess, sections. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll talk about spine of the ridge, I guess we can just work our way down. Okay. So spine of the ridge, mm-hmm. um, military crest, mm-hmm. ditches, mm-hmm. which would be like secondary mm-hmm. creeks or something like that, ditches, mm-hmm. um, and creek bottoms. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everything out here can pretty much be in that mm-hmm. range. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it can be somewhere somewhere right there. Um, and, and so a lot of the, pretty much everything that I just mentioned is, is those areas that I would consider a highway, but let's start out with, with the spine of the Ridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what I find with the spine of the Ridge, which for anybody who doesn't know, this is the top of the Ridge. Mm-hmm. So what, whatever Ridge top you're on, the, the, the highest elevation yeah. of it or whatever. Yeah. And normally around here too, there's a logging road on top of it, mm-hmm. you know, where, where whenever they cleared it 40, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, um, that 
that's where they got their equipment down into was mm-hmm. on top of these spines. So if so guys, if you if you're looking at it, if you knew knew the topo and onyx and all this different stuff, you know, and you're like, man, what's you know, how, how how do I make light of it? Just maybe try to put yourself in. Can can they get a piece of equipment down this thing? You know, right. So you you have those spines and or tops of ridges, and almost always I'll find a heavy trail. Always on the top of those ridges, either running down that logging <clears throat> road that you're talking about, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Almost always, there's a yeah. there's a, a main trail somewhere right there, and I'll call that an interstate, mm-hmm. right? It's a it's just it's a, a really worn out trail, um, and you know I mean you have those are good they're good to hunt mm-hmm. you know it, tops or ridges are not bad to hunt at all, um, depending on what you want to do or what you find if you find a good transition there, yeah. um, you know you can you can crush it on those tops like that if there's bedding close by mm-hmm. in some thick cover. Those those are some really good yeah. areas. Um, but you cannot forget early in the morning, which is what we have out here, um, morning movement is typically better mm-hmm. here in Alabama for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't know why um, on public land. And maybe it's because we don't have a lot of green fields and yeah. ag and stuff. Because a, a lot of the guys that I talk to on you know clubs and stuff, and, and, and even my club, it's – it's it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite, and I, I the only thing that we have that public doesn't is a greenfield. So it, I'm guessing it's going to have to be there. Yeah, it it has to do a lot with that. Um, but if you can find a if you can find a food <clears throat> source, you know, acorns, any kind of fruit tree or mm-hmm. whatever, like something like that. Um, but you, what you cannot forget, and this is why my mind goes to like I don't typically, especially in the mornings, like to hunt the tops mm-hmm. of ridges that much um, is that your thermals are going to fall mm-hmm. from there. So that's why I just don't do it very much. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and even if you have a 10, 15 mile an hour wind, you know, what you got to think too, is that that's, that's going to, that's going to blow, but it's going to blow off into the bottom. Yeah. You know, which we're going to talk about next with that, with that military crest mm-hmm. where the bucks are, you know, walking right there too. Cause yeah. what I've seen, I've seen a lot of doe traffic up top. And so, um, see a lot of doe traffic up top. Um, and then the, bump, can I just say something? Yeah, sure. I did not know you had a cat like that. It's not mine. It's my brother-in-law's. What are they called? Ugly. Um, <laughs> uh, stinks, um, Cornish Sphinx or Spanish Sphinx? I don't. I don't. It's like know. a naked mole rat. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 Proceed. Guys, I, I turn around. We're and doing I look, this I was, in my uh, dining room. This morning, like, is that a, my son. Is that a and, demon um, cat? So it's a it's a crazy looking cat. And it's like a, like it's been burned. Super high maintenance, <laughs> and so it's really freaky when you wake up. He's on your chest looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Then he gets thrown, and so and it, uh, <laughs> he just looks like a ball sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of what he looks like. Just yep. a wrinkly. Yep. Cat. Yep. Anyways. I'm more of a dog lover, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. me, you know, so cats aren't really my deal, but my wife likes cats. So we have three, you know. Good deal. Happy wife. Happy life and goofy cats. Goofy cats. But what what I've seen is, except during the rut, because the rut's everything. Now, the rut's actually a really good time to hunt top of those. Yes. Um, but um, for the most part, I've seen majority of does there up top, and um, – but man, once that rut hits, it's like a estrogen highway, man. I mean, yeah. So, so let's talk about that. Um, that is the times when I would like to hunt 
tops of ridges because mm-hmm. what those bucks will do, those main highway trails, you're not going <clears> to <throat> find the bucks on these main highways right. often. Right. They're going to be like the one, the, the buck I killed the other day. He was in a, in a spot that was not a, a highway. There wasn't a trail there. He, he had a purpose, and mm-hmm. he wasn't doing what the other deer were doing, right. and that's why he was big. Right. Um, so a lot of these mature bucks are not going to do that. Um, in the rut, though, on the tops of ridges, he is cutting trails on those tops. Scent checking. Scent checking for mm-hmm. does. That's his, that's his one mm-hmm. priority in that is to get laid. Yeah. That's all he's trying to do. And so tops of ridges are good. And if you can find like a saddle mm-hmm. or – um, some type of pinch point on a uh, top of a ridge. Is that a deer standing out there? Or is that a dog? Or is that a target? That's a dog. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted and I see things and I'm like, what is that? We, I mean, we do have them. I'm just waiting for gun season. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, what, what was I at? You're talking about how in um, tops of ridges, uh, does like to travel. Bucks like to use that, looking for a saddle, looking looking yeah, yeah, for, pinch for points. Vari- like pinch points, pinch and points, transitions, yeah. something, something different, something different yeah. in that to to make it something that a deer would mm-hmm. would like to be on. But man, ridge tops are freaking fire. I like I like a ridge top <clears> that <throat> has um, that has some type of vegetation change on it. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, pines or something yeah. similar. Even even like a um, even a stand like privet, you know, mm-hmm. or like um, um, just a bunch of briars on on the edge of one. Just you know? thick, something just thick, some, something thick, something that changes it up just a little bit. Um, because you, out here, a lot of your bedding is going to be on the military crest or the the upper third, mm-hmm. and and those buck, the bucks know that, and so what they're doing is they're they're scent checking where these does are. Going mm-hmm. down to bedding or yeah. or whatever, yeah. And so that's that that's going to be the the time when I would really start paying attention to those mm-hmm. to the tops of ridges out yeah. here. Yeah. Um. So moving down, you have the military crest mm-hmm. and the military crest. Um. If you're listening to this and and you're a faithful listener, you probably heard us talk about it a lot. Um. It is the old logging road. Mm-hmm. That is on every single ridge. I was having a conversation with my uncle last night. Like, when did they do this to every ridge out here? Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. was a, that had to have been a lot of work. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, man, rubs, scrapes. Yeah, you'll find. Those. That's where you find a lot of those. Like And, and trails. Uh, mm-hmm. Another interstate trail mm-hmm. is right there. Yeah. And I, I like to hunt those pretty much mm-hmm. anytime. Yeah. You know, the, the leeward side mm-hmm. of the ridge. Um, most of the time that is where that thermal, that thermal tunnel is being created at. Mm-hmm. So the, when the, when the thermals are falling, um, I mean, I'm sorry, the wind, the wind is blowing over the ridge mm-hmm. and the thermals are rising yeah. from the bottom. It creates an advantage there for the bucks to travel yeah. through there. They can smell top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, it works the same way as their bedding, Yeah, you know, bedding in the midday. And, and you, man, you find so much good sign on those military crests. Yeah. Always. I was talking in that same conversation with my uncle last night. Uh, it was me and him and our buddy Zach. Um, and, and he was showing me their hunting club and mm. 
like a bench that he had hunted that was, you know, the military crest. That's what the military crest is. It's just a bench, a bench yeah. on the side of a ridge. Yeah. And, uh, and I had never been there or anything. And I was like, I'll bet you there's a war out trail on that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, yeah, it's a crazy trail. And I, I mean, if there's deer <clears throat> around your area, there's probably going to be a pretty good trail yeah. on that and, yeah. and some old rubs or maybe some new rubs and scrapes. Yeah stuff like that you're going to find yeah. a lot of travel in there and but also guys you don't don't overthink it either i mean it's it's really it's the path of least resistance it's it's the flattest spot on the side of that hill mm-hmm. and it don't have to be very big so don't you don't please, please don't think okay it's a it's a nice logging road that I, that i have in my club it could be as simple as i don't know you know two foot wide mm-hmm. you know but but it's a little bit flatter for them to walk on um and then that also leads to where the um, ditches and drainages come up to it too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so so moving down, and we're going to be quick on this podcast too because you got to leave soon, don't you? Um, I got a l- little bit of time. Just so, tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this will be this will be a kind of a fast podcast, but this is something, some really good information that we can get mm-hmm. out pretty quick. Now, I, I also want to say this: where where I was at on Friday when I when I missed the deer, um, I got to looking at it. And it's it was where um, it was where um, one of, one of those points on top of the ridge comes mm-hmm. around and it kind of, it starts a little saddle right there. Mm-hmm. The drainage was leading right up to that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's a connect the dots. And, and so that's that's right exactly there. what it was. And so so that way a buck could be coming around the side of that, which um, Jamie McKay just going to say it. Awesome podcast. Go listen to it. I say it every time. Because he he was right, he was mm-hmm. spot on. Bluff gaps, bluff gaps, walk around that bluff gap, and and then but also there's that drainage that comes right up to it, so he can he can he can choose. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep on checking these beds, or no danger, bail off into the bottom, you know, and so or or he or he catches a doe's trail that goes down off goes into down the bottom, off of, off of that ditch. So so ditches are what <laughs> I would call your exits. I love ditches. Uh, I I'll do I do too. I almost right now I pretty much set up for ditches. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah. And I also think too, guys, if if you don't have necessarily hilly terrain and you kinda, you know, hunt some more open fields and stuff like that, it still applies because a deer will enter and exit in the low spot of the field just about every time. Mm-hmm. Which is what we would call a ditch. That's you know? what I that yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Even in Tennessee, when I've hunted in Tennessee this year. Mm-hmm. Um, was talking to Catman, and and it, you know it's hilly-ish mm-hmm. in some of these areas, but these deer are still using ditches the same way. They're same using way. it as they're using it as an exit, mm-hmm. as an exit route. Because I mean, when you think about it, it's actually pretty genius because they're they're lower mm-hmm. and they they have more, not much more, but it's some more security. Mm-hmm. Think about if you're if you're a, a, at ground level with mm-hmm. a deer, and they're standing in the ditch, and you're walking along the side of this ridge. Mm-hmm. You may, I mean, that's probably happened to you before. Mm-hmm. You can barely make it out, and the only way you're going to be able to see them is if you see them moving right through there. Right, like we're we're at an advantage because we're usually elevated, right, right in the saddle or whatever you hunt out of. So you can see them pretty clearly. But mm-hmm. when you start getting on the ground level and they're in those ditches, you can't see them. And I mean, it's just even more security for them. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's why they're using them. It's not like it's not that the ditches necessarily make it. In some cases, it does make it easier, but it adds it adds a ton of security for them to get from one spot to the next. Yeah. And even even in greenfields, come in the low spot mm-hmm. there in the greenfield because normally um, it's wetter, so it holds vegetation. It's a little bit more growed up, um, 
and um, it's it, it, it it's a side advantage, and so they're guys they're 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 there for a reason, you know. That's why every time you you have deer killed in the same spot on your hunting club every year, because mm-hmm. that's their that's their um, travel pattern, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but it's just you know it's just recognizing those things that man ditches right now they're. That's what I'm. That's what I'm keen in on right now. Is, mm-hmm. is, is ditches off off these ridges or going up to them? Yeah, and and they're yeah. not. And all ditches aren't alike. Mm-mm. You know, like <laughs> that's we need to make a shirt or something <laughs> about ditches. <laughs> all ditches ain't equal. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're but they're not. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Some of them may lead to nothing that they are interested in, so they're not going to use that one. The one you're talking about led perfectly right to a saddle, mm-hmm. and that saddle led perfectly to an oak flat that's yeah. up there. It, like it's just, it's just based on what what they have in mind right. or whatever. And right. the bucks are going to do. I mean, it's going to be similar, um, but just as far as deer mo- movement is concerned, that's why you're finding the trails in the places that you're finding trails. Mm-hmm. So, so concentrate on those ditches, like. If you're, if you're, you know, scouting and you find this creek crossing, you're like, holy crap, look at all these tracks in this creek, look around, and there's probably, even if it's not extremely noticeable, there's probably a little low spot, a little low spot yeah. somewhere coming off the ridge. Yeah. Because that, like, that is just what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, I see that so many times, and every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll see them out here not use the ditch, and they just are just walking up the ridge, you know, mm-hmm. just a, a steeper part. But it's yeah. not normal. They're almost always, if they have a choice, if they're not spooked, if they're yeah. just doing their thing, they're almost always going to be on one of those ditches. So moving down mm-hmm. lower, is it, can you think of any, anything else with the ditch? No, just make sure, guys, that, that the ditches have a destination. Like they're either leading to bedding, leading to food, or leading off of, you know, this, just like you said, a ditch, it, and they're, they're not all equal. Some Some of them are just... Just ditches. Yeah, so and, yeah. And, but sure. make sure there's a purpose behind them. 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 And they them may use there. it, like they may use them to get from, you know, to get from the <clears throat> the military crest down to the bottom. But you're just gonna you're gonna have more success mm-hmm. whenever it has a destination, right? Right, right. there. Um. So moving, moving even creek crossings, even more. Let's we go down to the creeks, mm-hmm. which we kind of already mentioned it with the ditches. Yeah. You know those those ditches, but I find on the creeks. Now I don't necessarily kill a lot of deer like this. Usually if I mm. kill a deer on a creek, it's because it is using a ditch to cross the creek right, to get right. to the other side to another ditch to right. go up somewhere else. Right. I don't catch a lot of deer that are just walking the bottom of the creek except for sometimes deer in the rut. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. The only time that I've seen deer do that where they were literally like like a buck will walk down the ditch put his nose in each trail and just keep on easing down. Yeah. You know, but, but most of the time they know where the Creek crossings are. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it. They, if you catch a buck, you know, he's, he's probably going to be just sent checking mm-hmm. those crossings. I mean, I don't see, I saw a spike that I got on video the other day. Um, well, it was on the, mm-hmm. the recent video, that little spike. He, uh, he ended up walking just along the Creek Mm-hmm. But only because he was a little bit spooked by me, mm-hmm. you know. That yeah. was the only reason he started yeah. walking now, down. I've seen them bed that. beside creeks. I have seen them bed beside them, 
And and sometimes you'll find them. Like I'll find them coming, you know, if there's a, a hot food source or a good mm-hmm. feed tree. But usually that's going to coincide with where they're crossing the creek at most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not always. Like it's not um, the, none of this is like I said, none of it's the Bible. But right. um, you'll find some things are a little bit different. But you know, I kind of find like that's yeah some pretty good stuff. Another thing about creeks, um, you know. You can find pinch points in creeks by, especially if there's a main waterway mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, you have those creeks coming off of the main waterway. Well, I almost always find a creek crossing somewhere right after the water, like where it becomes a creek. Right I, after the big water ends and the um, creek bed begins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's almost always one right there walking the edge of the, where they're walking the edge yeah. of that water. Um, using the water to their advantage for thermals or just the fact that they know that danger doesn't normally come from the way of the water. Right. So they use that to their advantage. Yeah. And, um, and I, I see that a lot, especially with the way that I hunt. Um, most of the creek crossings that I'm hunting are, I hunted that this morning. Mm-hmm. That's where I was at. I was where the main water met the creek bed right. and watching that creek crossing and those deer... Now, that being said, if you can find – did you have anything else with the creeks? I was going to say with the creeks, um, especially early season, mm-hmm. and and we start a little bit later. But, guys, if you start like – and I know what – Kentucky starts first of September. Freaking first week of September. Okay. They, I mean, they are – It's Florida hot as starts early. Out, you know, so it's 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 one of those things where they got to drink too, you know. I mean, they, food, food and water. And so um, it's – Creek crossings really um, come into play more during early season to me um, as a, like an actual destination spot, which is what you'll see. You'll you will see a, um, a big creek bed just tore up with tracks, you know, because they're because they're coming to drink. They're not necessarily crossing there. They're mm-hmm. they're just coming to drink, you know. And so um, I'm keen on that. But but then um, just about always a creek crossing coincides with the drainage. Yeah, just about always. That's what I was. That's what I was going to say. So. Um, we're we're running. You're about to have to leave, so we gotta wrap this up. Gotta pick baby girl up. Yep, we yeah, gotta life. wrap this up. So <laughs> let me let let me ask you a question. Tomorrow, with with all that we talked about, tomorrow, how are you gonna apply this tomorrow? All right, me specifically. You, yeah, I'm not hunting. Uh, <laughs> I wish see. I was. Basically, where I'm gonna be hunting is gonna be where the main waterway meets the creek. Um, but it's that bluff, so mm-hmm. it, it creates a spot where they can't get around it, yeah. you know. Um, I'm going to come right up over the edge of the water or of the bluff, and there's a spot where two drainages um, kind of V off mm-hmm. the top of the ridge, and I'm going to be right there Nice. at it. And there's there's really good bedding on both sides of it. There's food down there if they're moving the midday um, up at the top of that ridge. If the wind's coming right, they should be, if a if a buck's cruising at all, which I found a lot of scrapes, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be cruising, but they, this is just the way that they travel, too, yeah. big yeah. bucks. Yeah, and it's also I'll supposed be, to be the coldest day of the whole year. I mean, well, the whole hunting season. Yeah, so far. Tomorrow, so. Um, if, they, if they're traveling like they should on the leeward side of the ridge, I'll be right there on the leeward side mm-hmm. watching that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'll be using drainages. Not really. I won't be on a creek. Mm-hmm. Like the creek kind of goes off away. Yeah. I'll just be kind of where they would be traveling the edge of the yeah. waterway. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's kind of and that's what I was gonna say. Like when you look at these things, th- it stacks your odds to do one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. just go find a pretty spot. We talk about that a lot. Pretty woods. Don't find pretty woods. You want to find good woods. Mm. So, um, if if you're like, man, look at this creek crossing. Well, there's tracks there, so so hunt it. There's a reason why there's tracks there. Hunt it and figure it figure mm-hmm. it out. If you've got a ditch somewhere close to it, you added you just added a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the odds just stacked up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, if that ditch is leading something up the up the ridge, leading to something else like saddle or saddle a, a, a bean field bean or cornfield or something up there, you just stack the odds even more. Yeah. Um, Find those areas like that where you can use all of these things. You're not going to find a whole lot of them, but when you do, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's it. There's there's just something about finding those that just where you just connect the dots. That has that. It has that. It has that. It has that. And then you set up your setup is based on what the wind's doing, what's mm-hmm. the thermals doing, what yeah. blah blah blah, what time of the season, what phase of the rut is it. Yeah. Um, that's where you're that's where everything yeah kind of comes together yeah yeah man hey guys i hate that we're having to make this so fast because because i know that this is a really golly that is an ugly He's a cat. cat he is hey but guys if you're if you're if you're out hunting this week man it's the cold front coming in once you kill something go over and post it on on southern ground on on the hunting forum man we would love to see it and um hopefully the with this cold weather, the, the deer should be up and moving. Um, Hopefully. Um, so I saw some on the side of the road. So m- maybe that's a good indication. So, man, we're gonna ha- we may have to do a, a part two of terrain because maybe, there's maybe working on topo. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I Y'all, think so. um, hope you guys have a good weekend. If you like this episode and you want to hear more like it, let me know. Let Drew know. Let me know. Let this ugly cat know. Ugly cat. Got dogs barking. <laughs> Kids on wild crats. You know, it's just dad life, bro. It's just dad, dad life. We're living the dad life here. Dad life. All right, y'all. Have a good weekend. If you are going to be out in the woods, remember that oh, yeah. God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. Talk to you next time. Peace.